Welcome to the Decaios Podcast with Andrew Swope. Here, we equip Christians to rightly divide God's Word and teach the nations to obey Christ. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, starting in verse 10, says this. Hear the words of the living God. These are things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Hello, welcome to episode 10 of the Decaios Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Swope, and so glad to be with you once again today. Um, it's been crazy, fruitful past few weeks with doing ministry out on the streets, um, with also doing this podcast. Been hearing encouragement from you guys, been hearing some feedback, and um, so grateful to continue doing this ministry and continue doing this show. I uh, absolutely love it, especially I'm going to really enjoy us going through this topic and this series that we'll be doing, talking really about the doctrine of God. Um, specifically, it's going to be titled The Attributes of God and going through the different characteristics of Him. And we'll talk a little bit about that today, but mainly we're going to introduce this topic. Um, It is a very long discussion, and you're going to see that there's several different things that we need to cover um, in understanding each of God's main attributes. Um, But this, this topic is central. I want you to understand this topic is so important for us to understand study, read about, um, really just, I think, sit down and let Scripture talk about who God is. Because as we're going to, I'm going to read you some quotes later on, but this is central to who we are, to what we do, um, and why we do the things that we do. This this discussion of theology proper um, really is at the foundation of our worldviews. And so that's really why I wanted to go through this series, is because I think this is the main thing um, to be able to understand um, in doing theology and doing apologetics is that we need to understand who God is. Um, and so he, we have to understand who he is, especially in light of how he has revealed himself, particularly and primarily in his uh, inspired written word. So this is going to be our most important endeavor I think we ever could do in this life, that we could ever do as believers, is to understand who God is, to understand his attributes. Because the reality is, what we believe about God impacts everything. It impacts the rest of our life. So every so every so often in our series that we're doing with this attributes of God, we're going to take breaks every once in a while to discuss some other things. I've really wanted to do... Um, a couple of episodes talking about current events. Um, I especially want to do that um, this year um, as we're really kicking off the podcast. Um, but I think this is going to be really important. I think this series is going to be the the main um, highway that we're going to be going on. And every so often we might take breaks 
um, talking about different current events or talking about different topics in theology, um, different maybe difficulties, different controversies, all of that. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to opening God's Word with you more on this show. I'm looking forward to how we might grow together. Um, I'm really looking forward to um, how this series, but also some other things that we might get to cover is really going to impact me and is going to impact my walk with Christ. It's going to enliven me uh, to more and more um, seek to honor Him in the things that I'm doing in ministry. And I hope that that's the case for you as well. This this ministry, this show would be an encouragement to you and it would also give you, it would uh, fan into that flame, right, uh, the ministry that you are a part of and that you're doing, whether that's with your family, with your church, if that's vocationally what you're doing, uh, just praying and that was my hope with the show is that it would really encourage you to continue to be um, faithfully serving God right where you're at and doing ministry. A couple of books I want to recommend to you before we really dive into this introduction. Um, I mean, one that is absolutely phenomenal and has just been something honest that I've just been eating up, um, something that I am looking forward to just reading more about uh, is The Attributes of God by A.W. Pink. Uh, it is a phenomenal work if you haven't read this you need to go ahead, buy that book on Kindle, or go ahead and get that uh, physical copy. It is a fantastic book, and I, um, I highly, highly recommend that book. Uh, just You're going to eat it up. I absolutely believe that. Um, I think it's uh, something that is going to be very helpful for you as you're listening to this uh, series with us, and we're discussing that, is that you're reading that in your own time, uh, and you're seeing all the ways that Scripture talks about these attributes, and really talks about the character of God, and um, we're going to go into why that is so important, and we're going to give some definitions here. Another book is um, Show Me Your Glory by Stephen Law- uh, Lawson. Uh, he also has uh, a sermon, I think a sermon series or a lecture series, talking about the different attributes of God. That is phenomenal. Um, another good book is Knowing God by J.I. Packer. Um, this is also just a very personal book, a very um, insightful book when it comes to why knowing God is so important and why knowing God helps us understand who we are uh, in light of Him as being creatures. So that's a fantastic book. Um, what I do plan to do, and just so you can kind of know what's going on in the background of, of my studying and stuff, I'm really going to, in my own time, just try to be taking notes and really absorbing what A.W. Pink says in his book, uh, The Attributes of God. I'm, that's what I'm going to be really reading primarily. Um, I'm going to be also be reading some of uh, Stephen Lawson's book. I'm also going to be reading some articles from Ligonier. Uh, Ligonier has some great articles talking about this doctrine, um, talking about God's different attributes. And so um, not only Ligonier, but I'll also be listening to some sermons probably, um, some sermons as well as some books um, that are spe- uh, are focused on specific attributes uh, like God's holiness, um, the tri- uh, triune nature of God, um, I'm going to be reading James White's book uh, called The Forgotten Trinity, um, which is a, a super uh, well-written and very uh, very good book for talking about the Trinity. I'm also going to be reading um, R.C. Sproul's book on the holiness of God. That's been a book that I've been wanting to read for a long time. So when we get to that attribute um, and, and those different ones, the Trinity, holiness of God, all these other, the sovereignty of God, I'll be reading different books uh, as well as watching some sermons. So I recommend you do that as well. Um, uh, I want you to understand that we can't get enough of this uh, this topic. There cannot be, um, we're not going to be able to fully grasp who God is, and it's never going to get old um, to really dive into the character of God, the nature of God. 
uh, he is he is the one being in, in the entire universe that we have come to know. This 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 being who is God, God Almighty, can't be contained. Uh, God says he can't be tamed in temples made by human hands. He can't be contained in these images that people try to. Uh, in days long ago, they tried to make and say that they were these images were their gods. You know, he he is a god who cannot be contained. He is a beautiful, majestic, glorious, um, infinite, omnipresent, omnipotent God. Um, he is holy, holy, holy. Um, and so we can't get enough of this. This topic should be one that you always are constantly excited about because uh, it's a dangerous place to be thinking that you already know all that you need to know about God. Um, the reality is we haven't really even scratched the surface of who God is. Even if we have read our Bibles 50 times over, um, we still have not scratched the surface of who God is. So a quick quote here from A.W. Tozer. Um, he says, as it relates to the attributes of God, he says, What comes to our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. It's the most important factor. Uh, this is from A.W. Tozer. He's also written a book on the attributes of God. It's actually several different volumes. Those are also some good books. Um, but this is the most important thing about us, is what does come to your mind when you think about God? And, and maybe as we're listening to this podcast right now, thinking about what are the main things that I do characterize God with? Uh, what are the main ways that I describe God on a daily basis with people, if I'm doing ministry with people, with my family? Um, how, do I, how do I describe God to other people? Uh, and when somebody asks me, who is God, how would I respond? So you have to understand that when someone thinks about God highly, it is going to lead to a high, high way of living. It's going to lead to um, a, a high basis for which we live our, live our lives. And, and also on the other side of that, the flip side is that when someone thinks about God lowly or they have a shallow view of God, it leads to a low and even, uh, Scripture says, debased way of living. Romans one twenty eight says, And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. So they were given up to a debased mind because uh, earlier on in Romans 1 it said that they didn't give thanks to God, they didn't acknowledge God. Um, and so God, in a way, he, gives, he does give them up to a debased mind, to one that is reprobate. Um, and then they start to do things that ought not to be done. They start to have relations that are contrary um, to nature, right? And these, these homosexual relationships uh, and interactions. So um, that's, that's what happens when we have a low view of God, when we don't acknowledge God as, as truly God and who he is. Uh, and we don't observe him, we don't look to him, we don't worship him. Um, we have a low view and we have a low way of living. Um, we, we are not able to understand our purpose because we're not able to understand our creator and worship him. Um, and so we see that when people think highly of God, th people start to live lives that are worthy. We start, start to see that people live lives that are beautiful uh, and amazing, purposeful lives. Um, because they recognize God as God, and, and they are observing him. So, uh, if, if we want to be right about anything, this is Stephen uh, Lawson, if we want to be right about anything, uh, we must be right in the knowledge of God. This is the most important thing. I can't stress this enough. Any aspect of, world, of life and of our worldview, if we want to be right about anything and make sure that we have got it correct, 
We need to be right in our understanding of the knowledge of God, of who he is. Uh, A.W. Pink, he says, right at the beginning of his book, he says, A spiritual and saving knowledge of God is the greatest need of every human creature. And I couldn't agree more. Again, when we understand we have a saving knowledge, we have a spiritual knowledge, like I just read in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, when we have that knowledge of God that comes because we have the mind of Christ, um, we truly understand who we are, we truly understand our purpose, we, we truly um, are made in the image of Christ, and therefore we fulfill a purpose. Um, but it is contrary to our purpose if we go after not the knowledge of God, but we go after the knowledge um, of ourselves, uh, ourselves alone. So, first off, definition here, what do we mean by the attributes of God? What is an attribute of God? Well, an attribute is, a, is specifically a quality or a feature, or you could say a characteristic or a perfection of God that is concerning his nature, his essence, who he is and his being, and is also his personage. And so, we see and we understand these attributes primarily through this written word of God, through how God has revealed himself. He's given us revelation to understand who he is and his attributes, these characteristics, these perfections. So we're not going to understand who God is. We're not going to understand his attributes um, by looking within ourselves, um, looking at our experiences, looking at um, all of these different observations. We're not going to understand God through just our senses, right? We understand God through his revelation. And this is kind of the first thing I want to preface about uh, the attributes of God before we go into each one of them and kind of outline where we're heading. I want to say this. Um, the only way we can understand God is through revelation. And so, therefore, God is a revelatory God. Our, the Christian God, um, the one that we believe in according to the Bible, he reveals himself according to revelation. Um, it's not just some. It's not just some kind of deistic god, one who has um, created everything, but then he just winds up the clock and lets things go. He just lets the clock go until it runs out of time. That's not what. That's not who God is. That's not what the world's like. Um, god is involved, and he's involved, and he expresses himself. He manifests himself, and he reveals himself. Uh, and we have revelation from God in the scriptures. And so that's what we're going to go to. We're going to go primarily to the scriptures to understand who God is. Um, so the first attribute of God that we'll go through is, the, is that God is triune, that he is one being in three persons. He has one essence, and then he manifests himself. He reveals himself in redemptive history as these three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The second attribute is that God is self-existent. He's not dependent on anything. He um, exists outside of everything that's been created. He is not a created being. Um, he is self-existing. Uh, the, third, the third attribute is that God is spiritual. He is a spirit. He is immaterial. The fourth one is that God is sovereign. He is over all of creation as king. Um, God is holy. He is set apart from the rest of creation. He is different. He is pure. Uh, God is omnipresent, uh, and we go through different omnis here. There'll be a part of our series where we're going to go through the different omnis. So he's omnipresent. The next one is he's omniscient. The next one uh, after that, the final one is that he is omnipotent. Um, omnipresent meaning that he is in all places. He is everywhere because he is the invisible God. He is spiritual. He's outside of time and space, but he 
is not just outside of that, but he is also within all of time and space. He is everywhere um, being God. God is also omniscient, and that means that he is all-knowing. Um, he is omnipotent and that he is all-powerful. Uh, continuing, uh, the ninth attribute is that God is immutable. The tenth one, uh, which immutable just means unchanging. He doesn't. He's not swayed back and forth in his character. He is unchanging. Um, ten is that God is true um, and truly. <laughs> uh, he is truth. He is the embodiment of truth. Uh, everything that is um, right in this world, he is that. Um, the eleventh one is that God is wise. Um, he has knowledge. Um, and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, the beginning of wisdom. And so God is, in fact, uh, wise. The twelfth one, God is good. His character, he is good. He is not evil. He is good. The thirteenth uh, attribute is that God is gracious, and this is also going to cover His uh, the idea of his mercy. Uh, God is love, and we're going to also talk about in this one the foreknowledge of God and that God, the beginning, the foundations of the world, God loved his people. He knew his people who he was going to give and bring salvation to. He loved them with an everlasting love. Um, And then the 15th attribute is that God is just. He is righteous, and in fact, he is wrathful towards those who wrong him and those who are wicked. So, Hopefully, after explaining each of these attributes, as we do an episode for each of these, um, and every once in a while we'll go uh, to a different topic just to give a break, Um, but after explaining each of the attributes, um, I want to make sure that there's a modern application, and that's we're going to do that by asking the question of, does the American evangelical church, does does our church understand this, this particular characteristic of God, this attribute of God? Do we understand that God is wise? Do we understand that God is immutable? That he is unchanging. He does. He's not swayed back and forth. Uh, do we understand this particular attribute? That's what we'll be asking the question of. I would love to hear your feedback on that. I would love to hear responses of what you might think. Um, your how well is your church understanding this particular attribute? Um, and I I look forward to our discussions. Um, there's a couple of things I want to mention uh, just to keep in mind as we're going through each of these attributes. We can't forget these because we need to understand that um, these are, in fact, these attributes are intertwined in the in the being of God, of the essence of God and who he is. So these are all descriptions. These are all, in fact, characteristics, but they do overlap. There is some intertwining here, um, and we need to keep that in mind as we go through each attribute. You know, God is not separated into these different parts. He is just one whole being, the, the triune God. The first thing I want us to note just real quick is that all of these attributes are truly within the Godhead. They're within the Trinity. So we have to understand first and foremost that God is, in fact, triune. And that's what our next episode is going to be. And we're going to see that um, everything else flows from the fact that God has revealed himself as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So he is one being in three persons. Um, and so that's important to understand. All these attributes pertain to the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They pertain to the Godhead. Uh, second is that all these attributes are eternally permanent in God. So God doesn't subtract or add these attributes as we see it in scripture like he has always been these attributes he's eternally from eternally uh, from eternity's past and uh, eternally into the future he's permanently going to be these things um uh he's god he doesn't change 
Uh, once again, that's going back to his immutability. Um, but he is, he's always had these attributes. He always will have these attributes. In fact, he has these attributes right now. Um, and we'll talk about how some people think the God of the Old Testament is different than the God of the New Testament. Well, that is not lined up with what we know according to the doctrine of God in Scripture. Um, and so we've, we've got to be very careful of that. He doesn't, he's not changed uh, in his attributes. Also, the, these attributes, all of them, uh, are describing God in his entire essence. In fact, like I just said, it's not like we're dividing him up into these different things. Like there's several different gods here. You see that we've got 15 different attributes. It's not saying that there's 15 different gods here. Um, it's not just that God is love. It's not just that God is wise. It's not that God is just true. It's not that God is just sovereign. Um, it's all of these things are in his essence, all of these attributes. They are inseparably connected, and it's all in his being. So um, those are some things just to keep in mind as we're going through these attributes, um, and I'm looking forward um, to our episodes. I'm looking forward to discussions with you guys. One of the things I want to I want to finish with this actually um, before completely wrapping up I want to say this R.C. Sproul says uh, he said this in a sermon one time uh, and uh, Stephen Lawson he actually uh, puts this quote right at the beginning of his book uh, Show Me Your Glory I think the greatest weakness in our day is the virtual eclipse of the character of God even within our churches. So this is the reality, guys, uh, and I think you know this if you've been doing ministry or if you've been in church for even just a little bit. The reality we are seeing, the trend we are seeing, and R.C. Sproul, this is what he's getting at. And it may have not been one of his sermons. It may have been a Q&A that he was in um, when asked what is one of the biggest dangers for the church right now, the evangelical church. Well, the reality is that many of the people in the evangelical church in the West have forgotten who God is. Uh, we've forgotten his character. Many would say that they know God, but they don't truly know him. They might say that they know what his character is, that they are very strong in their understanding of his character. But they, but they show, as we, see, um, as we see Sunday after Sunday or as we see week after week, that there's these people in our churches and pastors in our churches that don't have a robust and even biblical understanding of who God is. So we might ask them, what do you think of when you think of God? And all they might respond with is, well, God is love. I know that from 1 John, that God is love, that God is a gracious God, that God is a loving God, that God is our creator. But it really stops there. There's really nothing else about who God is. There's no, no talk about God being just, that God is wise, um, that God is sovereign. There's not a lot of discussion about this. Um, so... And we see because of that, because we don't have a robust understanding of exactly who God is, his character, and we don't have a honestly biblical understanding of who God is, the rest of the world's paying for this. They're paying for this with our lukewarmness in doctrine. And that's within our churches. And we've got to start to adjust to things. And I think uh, this isn't going to happen through a podcast. We're not really going to see a change in the evangelical church through podcast shows it's got to be in the pulpit um, and that's one of the things I think that can be really important for podcasters or people who are trying to equip the saints um, is that we've got to be reminded we got to come back to this doctrine it's so central so important um, all the kinds of things that I interact with on the street um, and people put into question 
things that aren't really abstract, but really are just the doctrine of God. They all pertain to the doctrine of God. It's either the doctrine of God or it's relating to, to the idea of Scripture alone or the authority of Scripture. Um, it's really those two things. So if we can get this nailed down, if we can figure out this doctrine, and I'm not saying necessarily figure out God completely, but if we, if we know who our God is, it's going to be pretty difficult for us to be swayed back and forth by all these different philosophies in our day and all of these different um, empty deceits that are being, uh, being shared around, so to speak, in our churches. It's going to be very hard to do that, especially as ministers, especially as pastors. Uh, if we truly are reading, our, reading the text, if we're looking at the scriptures and we're becoming to we're beginning to understand more and more, and we're really, we really are just beginning, um, but we are understanding more and more of who God is, uh, we become very strong in our faith. Uh, and I want to say this, it's not just that we are reading the text, but we are also understanding who Christ is in the text. We are understanding that Christ is God, um, and truly God has revealed himself, he has manifested himself in, his, in, in the incarnation, in the Son of God. Um, the Holy Spirit points to the, the Son, the eternal Son. The Father points to the eternal Son um, because that's where we're supposed to be leading people to. And so I think one of the good things about this is that we can, um, we can understand the doctrine of God, theology proper. We can understand that if we truly just preach Christ crucified and risen, if we preach about Christ, if we have a high view of Christ, then I think we're going to have a high view of who God is. Um, that's one of the beautiful things about um, expository preaching, about um, preaching through texts, and really about understanding um, who Christ is, is that really you have all things um, really tightly knit together um, when it comes to the doctrine of God, when it comes to Scripture, when it comes to when it comes to uh, atonement, when it comes to resurrection, when it comes to sanctification, when it comes to justification, all of these things. So I think it's time for our churches to understand the character of God. I think that's why I want to cover this topic in our show, and I think it's going to be really helpful for us. So sorry I've been long-winded today. I've uh, been wanting to talk about this for a long time, and I'm super excited to talk about it. I'm, I, I truly believe that this isn't just going to be helpful for um, some of you uh, who are listening, and I'm really excited that our our podcast is growing, um, but I'm also looking forward to how this is going to really change me. This is going to shape me. Uh, as I'm studying who God is, it just it does something to you, and so I'm really looking forward to that, um, this sanctification process that I'll be going through as I'm studying uh, this uh, particular uh, discussion. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you want to learn more about our ministry, um, you can go to our website, dekaiosministries.com. Uh, I actually think I might have changed it to um, the Chaos Podcast uh, dot square, squarespace dot com. Um, so you can also go to that address. I think I have both those domains uh, underneath the same website. So you can also go to our social media pages. Um, make sure you share and you, you, you're following, you're subscribing to this podcast. You're making sure you're sharing it with your friends. Make sure um, you're giving me feedback on maybe some topics that we can discuss or maybe some things that maybe I need to clarify. Um, maybe for future reference um, and maybe uh, for future episodes. So uh, I would love to hear uh, some feedback. I would love to have some more discussions with people. So 
yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for uh, looking into this discussion. Uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Um, continue to rightly divide God's word and, and teach the nations to obey Christ. Uh, God bless y'all. Hope y'all have a great rest of your day.